Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Are you working? What kind of work do you do? This is the Punt and Pass Podcast. Touchdown, baby! Now, here are your hosts, two-time All-American punter Drew Butler. Mark Rick would like Drew Butler to hit it a mile in the air. And he did. What a catch. And the SEC's career leader in touchdown passes and completions, Aaron Murray. Touchdown! In stride as he crosses the goal line. Put it right on his hip. What a throw. Now, with the latest from around the SEC and the world of college football, it's the Punt and Pass Podcast. Get to the house! Sideline! Pylon! Touchdown! And the dogs are on the board first. Victory is mine. Yeah, surprisingly, I've been lame. Welcome in to the Punt and Pass Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Butler. Join alongside my co-host, Aaron Murray. Be sure to follow us on social media, at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Drew Butler. Aaron is at AaronMurray11. And head on over to PuntandPass.com, the number one destination for all things college football. It's got our YouTube page up there, which is just awesome. I am loving our YouTube page, Aaron. The comments are insane. I will be addressing that during the news and notes segment. Head on over to Punt and Pass. You'll see our YouTube page, all of our social medias, anywhere you can get the podcast, our merchandise, and our blog. It is the best website. My wife, Jackie, built it about a year and a half ago, so shout out Jackie, puntandpass.com. This episode of Punt and Pass is presented by our awesome friends over at Prize Picks. If you haven't yet, download the Prize Picks app, go to prizepicks.com, use the promo code PUMP, you get a 100% deposit match up to $100. There's so much action going on right now in the world of sports, Aaron. Prize Picks is simply where you need to be. We're taping this on a Wednesday night. You're currently in Las Vegas. Hey, now, we will be talking about that. In just a second, but the Braves are on. They're up 4-0, bottom of the fourth. Shout out to the Atlanta Braves, hoping to make it to the World Series. What about tomorrow, Thursday, while you're listening to this? It is a sports eclipse. Do you know what that means? NBA, NFL, college football, Major League Baseball, PGA Tour, they're all playing tomorrow. You can do cross-sports entries on prize picks, win 10x your money, use the promo code PUNT, download that prize picks app, or go to prizepicks.com. You get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. We're going to give you our picks of the weekend in the middle of the episode. First things first, you're calling a game in Las Vegas, Nevada. You just got off a little heater there, bud. Always split aces and eights. Glad to be with Always you. Always split the aces. I, I, you know, aces, then queen king came around on the, uh, the next go round. And I was like, all right. Time to go, cash out. I'm going to go do the podcast and yes. get my ass right back out there. Amen. And uh, keep this thing alive for the boys. So, yeah, it's um, it's good to be in Vegas. The stadium, and we we're there for the first time today. This is UNLV's new stadium. Well, it's the Raiders stadium. Oh, you're oh, awesome. Yeah, they're nice. in, they're in the stadium, and what they do is so they play on turf, and you know this really well because you play in Arizona. Yeah. They roll in the, the grass yeah. for the Ra- for the Raiders um, for their games because they don't want the college football players tearing up that beautiful grass before Sunday. So uh, really excited, beautiful stadium. 
Thursday night football. You talk about all the action going on on Thursday. If you are up East Coast, 11 o'clock oh, we'll be up. college football, it's going to be a good game. It is San Jose State. Yeah. Reigning Mountain West champs. Yep. Kind of been up and down. UNLV's had a rough year, but they've been really close the past few weeks. Can they get their first win? So um, hopefully for a good game. And then I'm now debating. Uh, there's a six o'clock flight to Atlanta on Friday and there's an eight o'clock flight. Do I go straight from the game and just stay up all night? Oh, six. Do I go to get a little bit of sleep and take the eight? Got some decisions to make. Tonight is going to dictate the next flight I'll be taking on Friday. Please understand how committed Aaron Murray is to the Punt and Pass podcast. He just split aces, got two blackjacks, and walked off the table and said, let me go with my guy Drew Butler right now and record for the people. So, Aaron, I have to give you a major shout-out. We love you. No, it's not easy I was, at all. I was so tempted to get up and shoot a text. Hey, do you want to do this in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> I would have understood, but unfortunately I can't in the morning. I'm heading to L.A. I'm actually speaking at UCLA tomorrow, their sports business conference, which will be pretty cool. So, um, First things first, it is it's 9.30 p.m. on Wednesday evening. Um, I'm going to put something up on the screen. I want you to tell me yes or no. It's pretty controversial. It tears a lot of people and families apart this time of year. What are your thoughts on these things right here? Oh, I love me some candy corn. Oh, candy. dude, I love candy corn. Oh, I love them. I absolutely love candy corn. Um, yeah. So let us know if, if you're it's watching. It's one of those things which once you start, you can't stop eating them. That's that's the problem. I have a whole cup right here that I'm just yeah, going to rip through I, while I, we're I, doing I may, this podcast. Is it appropriate to eat those yeah. while on the blackjack table? Yeah, of course. Okay. Sweet. I, may I'm glad, I did not know you were a candy corn guy. I'm very much a candy corn guy. A little pro tip. I made some homemade Rice Krispie treats for my daughters this weekend. Sprinkled a couple of candy corns in the Rice Krispie Ooh. treats. Pro tip. Vet move. Pro Vet tip. move. All right, let's get into some of this. We got some news and notes to cover before we get into prize picks and then before we run down the slate for this weekend. Lots of discussion continuously around the Georgia quarterback position. That's expected, okay? Stetson Bennett making waves, playing at a very high level. Georgia having a bye week this week. Expecting to get a little bit more healthy heading in to the world's largest outdoor cocktail party next weekend against the Florida Gators. General Wisdom would say, hey, JT Daniels hasn't played. He's getting healthy. His pitch count is going up, as Kirby Smart continues to say. Will he be the starter against Florida? I'm even hearing some rumblings that George Pickens might play against Florida. (laughs) This is a great time for Georgia, really, to focus in, get healthy, get some mental reps, develop the game plan, and really kind of get ready for the second half of the season. Because by all intents and purposes, this is a football team that is hell-bent on winning a national championship. Aaron, with all that said, okay, you and I have fun on the podcast. A lot of people send me stuff that they see on the message boards. A lot of people send me stuff that they see on social media in regards to some comments about what you and I talk about. Now, let's get one thing straight. I love the University of Georgia. I love Georgia football. There's no doubt about that. When we're here on the podcast, we try to get as objective as possible. We try to give unbiased takes when the timing is right. But when it comes to our thoughts around Stetson and JT and what the coaching staff might do next week, who will start, how are they going to navigate this moving on towards the latter part of the season, I have seen some comments that I just have to speak broadly upon. There is this notion, okay, and it's a very small subset of people, obviously, but I think it's almost hilarious. That's why I want to bring it up. 
there is this notion that people think players who played for Coach Rick are jealous of this team's success, jealous of the success that Kirby Smart has had with his teams at the University of Georgia. I laugh out loud. Some people call them Richters, right? Guys who played for Coach Rick, who maybe tweet about the team, who talk about the team. I find this to be absolutely hilarious. Jealous of what? We played football 10 years ago at the University of Georgia. I love dogs football. Why do you think we always want to go to the games? Why do you think guys root on Kirby Smart, root on Josh Brooks, our new athletic director, hope and pray that Georgia makes it to the SEC championship? Those are fun weekends. Look, I don't want to be that guy, but I've been pretty blessed to do some cool stuff in my life. If I were to experience Georgia winning a national championship in football, that'd be like top three, right? Aside from some really cool family moments. That would be unbelievable. But the fact that some fans literally think that anybody could be jealous, a former Georgia football player could be jealous of this team's success, could be jealous of our alma mater winning a national championship – It is so beyond me that I have to bring it up. I have to bring it up. It is shocking to me. I saw Hudson Mason, our former teammate, said he doesn't think Stetson Bennett can beat Alabama. He doesn't think Stetson Bennett can win a national championship with this team. Now that I saw that on social media, I have no context to that. But Hudson probably said that on the radio. I'm on the other side. I I think Stetson can win a national championship based on this defense. You and I have always said this, right, in unison. If you look at just talent alone— JT is an unbelievable quarterback. There's no doubt about it. His talent is through the roof. He's just not playing. So how can you rely on him and depend on him moving forward? I say that as a former player in the locker room with a Matthew Stafford, with an Aaron Murray, with a Ben Roethlisberger, with a Carson Palmer, watching you guys get absolutely beaten down week in and week out, and being a leader and getting out there on the field and making it happen in between the lines. Has JT done that to this point? No, he hasn't. How will the coaching staff navigate that moving forward when the goal is to win a championship? I don't know. But as of right now, Aaron, first off, I have no jealousy. I want Georgia to win every game by 50 points. Second off, I think they roll with Stetson next week. Maybe get JT some reps in the second half, get some rust off, go from there. I, I, I go back to the first point and, and, and I have seen plenty of that too. The Richters and what is that? I, I don't, I don't understand. Like we bleed red and black. Like we bleed just like the fans that like we are fans. We go, you said I, I, as many opportunities as I can go to practice as many opportunities I can go to games, you know, how much it meant to me to call the game last week and shoot selfishly for you and I, you know, we get more opportunities to do the podcast. I get more opportunities to do more shows. <laughs> exactly. You know, Sharon and I had a blast. What was it? Four years ago, going to the Rose Bowl. I had the opportunity to call the national championship on ESPN two. Like these are awesome. These are amazing opportunities, and I'm rooting on Georgia because one, I love Georgia, and two, yeah. I get to do more fun stuff too. <laughs> exactly. Because I, I guarantee, you, if they're in the playoffs, you and me are taking Icon Source, the bus, no to Miami. question, no question. Miami doing the podcast from South Beach, having a freaking ball. They win that. We're putting the snow jackets on, and we're going to Indianapolis. Hell yeah! And we're going to be doing po- podcasts in the freaking snow. So these are great moments that you get to spend with friends and family, and those that for you and I, guys that we played with. Um, to say that there's jealousy is just crazy. It's and just I, crazy. <laughs> Um, and, and I hate when people say just for me too, just for, for listening to the podcast, like, Oh, you've never liked JT. You never, 
I think JT's great, and JT and I have a good relationship. Yeah. Um, I'm just stating facts of what I've seen right now, just like you are on the field right now. Stetson Bennett is playing great football. Why would you take the ball out of his hands? The biggest issue with Stetson last year, when Stetson got benched and JT took over, was Stetson was extremely inaccurate throwing the football down the field. And he's improved JT that. came in. JT came in. JT was throwing the ball down the field. Post routes, go routes was 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 tremendous. Stetson has cured that as what we've seen so far this year. Stetson has shown the ability to throw the ball vertically down the field. Also, what Stetson can do that JT can't is run the football. So yeah. right now you have you're telling me you have a quarterback that's more mobile, that's been tremendous and 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 really keeping defenses honest, running the football uh, that opens up that game plan. And now he's proven that he can make all the throws. So wh- why is there a rush to take him out of the game? Offense right now is playing the best I've seen it play in two years um, against good competition. I was like, yeah. oh, look at JT in the offense did last year. South Carolina was garbage. Mississippi uh, State was a skeleton Mississippi State crew. could barely, barely even feel the team I know. to come to Athens. Um, so the, the competition was there. What Stetson has done on the road this year at home, wherever it is, shoot, tied my record versus UAB with five touchdowns in a game. He has checked off every freaking yes. box. I am not taking him out. And it's not me hating JT. It's not me not thinking JT can't win football games. It goes to Stetson doing a good job, a really good job. Yeah. And like you said, I think Stetson right now is reliable. Like you can continue as the receivers get healthy as Darnell Washington continues to get healthy, you can keep building this offense. Last thing you want to do is JT comes in there, offense is playing well for a couple weeks, JT gets hurt, and then now you have to put another quarterback in. It's it just keep the train rolling. I 100% agree. And you and I don't necessarily agree on a lot of things outside some game picks. We come from a little bit different perspectives. We are 100% in unison on this last Thursday, I was on the Bulldog Call-In Show with Malcolm Mitchell, and Hondo was asking about it. And I said, "Look, I've been in a lot of locker rooms, and sometimes coaches simply say the best ability is availability." And Malcolm stopped me and he said, "Bill Belichick started every team meeting with that. Every single team meeting with the best ability is availability." And Malcolm said it. He goes, "Look, I don't know what they're going to do, but how can you?" And he was kind of leaning towards JT. He's like, "I think he'd put JT in the game." He said, "But you just..." From a reliability standpoint, an availability standpoint, and a dependability standpoint, Stetson's balling, okay? That is just a matter of fact. He's playing with a lot of confidence. The defense, I mean, put me at quarterback. Let's see what happens. I'll go this back. Team, I, yeah, this team's so damn get, good. Can I, can, I, can I get a COVID year back and go be the quarterback for one more year? Because my old, weak-ass self right now can go out there <laughs> and muster up, you know, like, I could go 12 of 18, a bunch of checkdowns, maybe one or two touchdowns, 130 yards, and I, we'd probably win by two touchdowns. Yeah, I, I totally agree. But you know what? To put a bow on this, the jealousy thing. I mean, did uh-huh. you watch the YouTube video last week? Aaron Murray has trophies on the ground in his office. He has to tilt <laughs> his camera a specific way because he is he is embarrassed at how a, a Hall of Fame bust looks behind him on camera. We're doing just fine. We're not jealous about no. Georgia. We want Georgia to win. It's better for us. That's called being Hell selfish. Yeah, that's selfish right oh there, but it is. That's why I said goodness. it is. Oh, my goodness. Go dogs. I mean, I just I, – I had to bring that up. The Richters uh, thing is bizarre. That is just bizarre. We're dogs. We're dogs. And guess who coached for Coach Rick? Kirby Smart did. 
You know, a lot of those guys played for Coach Rick and Kirby Smart. Obviously, they're all gone now, but man. All right. I, yeah, I think that was a good one just to kind of, look, Georgia's not playing this week. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've heard it. You've heard it. Everyone's heard it. But yeah. All right. Once a dog, always a dog. That's, yeah. That's a, that's I, I totally agree. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Speaking about head coaches, let's stay on topic here, okay? We'll run through these quickly. Your thoughts on Florida coming out, Dan Mullen saying, hey, we're not going to commit to a quarterback heading into the Georgia game. Is that just them with some gamesmanship on the bye week? You'd have to think Anthony Richardson would probably be the starter. Emory Jones just been way too inconsistent. A huge, huge game for Florida next week, trying to save their season, really. Well, this myth, this makes their season. I mean, this is, yeah. this is you said, it saves their season. It's been... Pretty bad. Last week versus LSU was horrendous on both sides of the football. Um, yeah, it's him not wanting to let Kirby really game plan because they are very they are different for yeah. for how similar Emory and, and Anthony Richardson are. They are also pretty darn different when it comes to timing. When it comes to the playbook, you can tell what what Dan Mullen trusts Anthony Richardson to run, and what he trusts Emory Jones to run. So that that changes the game plan for opposing defense. So yeah, I, I don't anticipate him making any kind of announcement. I don't anticipate him saying anything. Um, and it's going to be a, hey, you'll find out come kickoff. Yeah, I, I totally agree. That's and and I, there's nothing wrong with that. It's the way, that's the way college football is, and everyone does it. Um, and if you can hold that card close to your chest, why not? In a game against the number one team in the country, and you just lost to LSU, yeah. you need every kind of edge you can possibly get. But I'm anticipating uh, Anthony Richardson to beat the starting quarterback. I, I just don't know how you don't go with him right now based on the way that he's looked this year, based on the way he played last week. Um, the inconsistency from Emory is not going to get it done versus this defense. I, I totally agree. I think it's an expected move from the coaching staff of Florida. Any advantage they think they can get against Georgia from a game planning perspective, take take full advantage of that. Uh, I would expect AR-15 to be in there as well. Of course, you'll see both quarterbacks. There's no doubt about that. On the topic of Dan Mullen, I'm seeing some articles like, do you think that his job is legitimately in trouble or would he have to make some cuts with maybe some coordinators to, to save oh, himself? Grantham's bye-bye. Grantham's okay. bye-bye. Mullins, I don't think Mullins going anywhere this season. No, no I agree with that. He, they were what, three, four points away, whatever it was from beating Alabama to go to the playoffs last year. Yeah. Like Mullen, Mullen has, has bought himself some time. I agree. Um, it, it's, it's Grantham. Grantham has to go. Yeah. Yeah. I know. There was the riff last year. You saw them argue on the sideline. Last year's Florida defense was, you know, giving up 30 plus points per game. You give up over 200, 300 yards rushing to LSU, who couldn't run the ball on anyone this year. I, I think Grantham's on his way out. I think a coaching change has to be made on the defensive side of the football. And that's his scapegoat. That's his, yep. that's his, hey, it's not my fault. It's All coaches defense. get him. I'm, I'm the offensive guy. Yep. I'm running the offense. Offense is fine. 
uh, we're going to make a change on defense. And once we do that, you know, give me a year or two and we'll be back to uh, competing with Georgia. I would expect that as well. Um, you're on SEC radio every day. Any update on the LSU head coaching rumor wire? Um, I saw Dabo Sweeney getting thrown around. Obviously, yeah. that's not going to happen. I'm seeing Joe Mel Brady. Tucker? Mel Tucker could be a good Which one. Which is crazy to me. I know he's a really good recruiter. But what has Mel Tucker done? I know Michigan State seven and zero this year, but who have they played? No, nobody. The whole I mean, Big Ten's about to play each seven other. Seven and five, eight and four down the stretch right now because they're about to get into the meat of their schedule. So I just he hasn't proven enough to me as a head coach. And if you're LSU, go get who you want, man. Yeah, go, go after the best. Um, I still think Lane Kiffin's a legitimate. You do because he's still the odds-on favorite on the betting sites. I don't think yeah. so. I don't think so. I mean, if I'm Lane, I'm going to LSU. Really. If, why would you not go to LSU? I mean, it's he's burned so many bridges. That would just be like literal Joker type stuff from Batman. Like that's, just that's, watching that's it burn it. down. Yeah. I mean, you're you right. Matt Crow's leaving. He's going to the NFL. Yep. You get to leave and go get Max Johnson at LSU. Use all that talent. You know, they still have talent. They just have to utilize oh, it. Yeah, they got talent. No, Dave Aranda. I see Dave Aranda's name popping up, former defensive coordinator at LSU. He was there yeah. when they won the national championship. Or is that not sexy enough hire? I still think offense. I think yeah. people want offense nowadays. If you're going to hire a coach at one of these premier schools, you got to go the offensive routes because people want points. Yeah. People want, they, if, you know, if you're going to lose, at least lose scoring a bunch of points. Yeah, yeah. I agree. It's going to be fascinating to continue to watch. I, and I'll give Coach O props as well. I mean, do you hear about the rumors of him bringing these girlfriends out to practices and the kids oh. running through the drills? I mean, that is crazy. I feel like if that actually did happen and it's being reported as true, that that would have come out a long time ago. That is bizarre. I mean, that, that was just never ever happen like that situation is as bizarre as urban meyer not flying back with the team in the nfl when jacksonville lost that thursday night game to the cincinnati Bengals. just wild wild off the wall stuff but coach o's finishing the drill he said i don't want to just walk away let me finish out the season and they beat lsu so who knows they beat florida florida sorry yes they beat florida thank you Jeremy Pruitt, we're just running through the coaching news. Jeremy Pruitt in the news, obviously he was fired from Tennessee. They terminated him with cause. Now he is saying, I want my money, and if you don't give me my buyout money, I'm going to start talking. And he even laid it down and like is bringing Rick Barnes, the Tennessee basketball coach, into the mix. Rick Barnes is having to say, Look, I don't know why Jeremy would do this. We all supported him. It's unfortunate how things ended. Uh, I'm running a clean program. Tennessee is the utmost respect of a university. And Pruitt and his legal team are sitting there going, you better give me my money or I'm spilling all the beans. You guys have no idea what I know. I'm sitting back with my popcorn and my candy corn ready. I mean, that would be wait. fascinating. I think- you know that you know Tennessee saying though they're bluffing, they're bluffing, they're bluffing. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> dude, please, I yeah. Not, I hope they're not bluffing because I really want to see this come. What do you got? Come what? out, yeah. What do you got? I mean, at some point, if you're gonna burn the city down, you gotta torch it. You gotta. Oh, if if he if he if the feeling of how big this can be based on what you know him and his lawyer are saying is true. I mean, for for all the momentum Tennessee's gaining right now, it's about to go, you know, one step forward, <laughs> ten steps back. And he's like uh, naming he's donors, naming coaches. Like he is going all. Yeah, all the other sports are Tennessee basketball had a good year last year. Baseball, oh, yeah. you know, women's basketball is always good. And he's ready to just say, "F all of you, I'll take <laughs> it down with me." That will be and fascinating. He's also saying, to watch. 
He's also saying, hey, I never want to coach fo- college football again. Yeah. I mean, so, you're making that statement. I mean, what school is going to want you when you're about to just burn down a program possibly? It's a powerful it's a powerful stance to have. And I'm sure they could come to an agreement and say, we'll pay you X amount if you never coach in college again or something. But if there is a settlement, you would have to think the NCAA is going to dive right in and say, what is going on here? Whatever shred of credibility Coach Pruitt has left, I think that's about to come to a head. I think we need to watch out for this one. This is going to be interesting. We'll see what happens. Last coach to touch on, and we're not going to get into the semantics. We don't talk politics on the Punt and Pass podcast. But Nick Rolovich at Washington State, not vaccinated, applies for a religious exemption. State of Washington puts a vaccine mandate out. He gets fired, and four of his assistants get let go with cause. No more money. Thanks. See you later. The players were sticking up for him on social media. And Rolovich's defense team comes out with a letter today. Did you see this, Aaron? No, I missed that one. Okay, so he comes out and says, this is absolutely crazy. They denied my religious exemption request. They're not talking about why they denied it. And then he says, here's the kicker, though. It has not been reported that last June, during the height of the pandemic, June 2020, Washington State's athletic director made Nick Rolovich, the head coach of Washington State football team, go on a secret donor trip, right? So they packed up the jet. They said, let's go see some donors, raise some money, and show face. Did not tell any university officials. He said, coach, you're coming with me. We're going to go raise some money. Coach Rolovich is like, all right, whatever. Gets on the plane with his boss. They go jetting around. Didn't tell anybody on that trip. The athletic director got COVID. A couple of other attendees got COVID. Rolovich did not get COVID. They didn't tell anybody. Landed back, business as usual. So he's sitting there going, around, wait a minute, hold on. This guy just fired me. I opted into a religious exemption. They denied it. There's a state mandate. Meanwhile, last year, we're jetting around when there's no vaccine. I mean, just wild, wild stuff. I don't know what's going to happen with this one. I'm going to kind of giddy up and watch this one as well. Unfortunately for him, in the in the state of, of Washington, I don't think he's yeah. going to get out of it. They're going to toss no. that thing right to the left when they go to that courtroom because uh, I think he's kind of SOL in that predicament. Yeah, and Sharon, my wife, who's an attorney, is dealing with all this right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they've they've just rolled out their entire mandate for Insight Global, and you know we we've talked about this a little bit, and I don't, I don't he ain't getting out of this one. It's 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 the, he knew what he needed to do. He needed to go get that shot. Yeah, he did it. Yep. And it's just it's it's the way it is right now. Like I said, I'm not gonna say he should yeah. or shouldn't. Yeah. It's his personal decision, but you knew the rules and you know where you're playing by, and and you know what they said. No, you were not gonna give the exemption. If you want to continue to coach, go get that needle in the arm. I'm fired up, man. I am fired up. A lot going on in college football, not so much on the field. Kind of a weaker slate of games. It's oh. bye week season. These next yeah. couple of weeks, some teams getting some time off, trying to get healthy, heading towards the second half of the 2021 season. But a lot to talk about and where else to get that info except the Punt and Pass podcast. All right, Aaron, let's dive into our prize picks breakdown. For this upcoming weekend, head on over to prizepicks.com, download the Price Picks app, use the promo code PUNT, you get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. Thursday, Sports Eclipse, all major sports leagues, including the PGA Tour, are live and active on Price Picks. So let's get into it. Yeah, 
Slate's a little thin this week if you're looking at some game action, but on prize picks, man, it is chock full. I put one game on our five picks during pump, pass, and pick, and it's the Oklahoma State-Iowa State game. Aaron, as you might remember, Oklahoma State ranked eighth in the nation, undefeated, just whooped up on Texas a week ago. They're heading into Ames to take on Iowa State. They are a seven-point underdog against Iowa State. Fascinating. Las Vegas, where you are right now, is fascinating. But I want to start with the Ole Miss-LSU game. That, of course, is your 330 SEC-CBS game. The two quarterbacks, highly talented Matt Corral and Max Johnson. On price picks right now, Aaron, Matt Corral, projected at only 255 and a half passing yards. Well, I think the issue is going to be, is he going to play or not? I think that's what oh, you're betting against. Okay. Because Lane came out and said, hey, he's banged up. He ran the ball. I think he played like 190 yeah, he yards did. last week. He had a physical week last week. He had a physical week. I mean, this is tough because I just don't know if he's, if he plays, I say over. But I just don't know if he's going to play. I mean, yeah. that, that's the scary thing with this one. But if you do have confidence, if you feel like he's going to play in the game, I think LSU's defense is not very good. Uh, I know they picked off Florida a bunch last week, but that's Florida and that's those quarterbacks. That's not one of the Heisman guys uh, contenders for this season. So I would say over for Matt Corral in this ball game, especially at home. Yeah. What about Max Johnson on the other side for LSU? 262 and a half passing yards. Uh, I, I'd go over that too. Really? I know they ran the ball well last week, but Florida's defense just rolled over. I think they're going to want to compete with Ole Miss and, and, and be able to go toe for toe and point for point. They're going to have to throw the football. And you think I mean, he can go have... over 262 and a half. All right. I like yeah. that. You know, I like him. Yeah. I think they're going to throw the shit. I think they're going to have to throw the ball a ton. Yeah. A ton in this game. All right. This, this, uh, this next game, we're going to break down these QBs as well. And then we'll dip into some other positions. But I, you know, I said it on our bet online show. Is it 2014 unranked Clemson on the road against ranked Pittsburgh oh. and Clemson are underdogs. Absolutely insane. DJU projected a paltry 192 and a half passing yards. Kenny Pickett on the other side, 262 and a half passing yards. What a variance there between these two quarterbacks. So, Aaron, DJU, 192 and a half. Kenny Pickett, 262 and a half passing yards. I'm going to go under for both. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go under for both. I still think Clemson's defense is is – obviously doing their thing somewhat this year with, with an offense that just has been non-existent. DJU is just not it. Honestly, he's yeah. not, and he's young and still has some more work and developing to do. But right now I ain't putting my money on him being able to go out there and do, do you know, do his thing. Wow. It's, you it's must be, je- you must be jealous of DJU. If you say that about him, I know. Unbelievable. Hey, go back, <laughs> rewind it real quick. I'm going to go under for Max Johnson, actually. Okay. So you're going under Max I'm gonna Johnson. I'm going to go under Max Johnson. And a half. Yeah. Okay. The yeah. more I'm thinking about it, the more, you know, to me, maybe it's more of a mindset of, hey, let's try to slow this thing down and see if we can run the ball like we did last week and and, and kind of lessen up the possessions for Ole Miss. So, yeah, I, I think that's probably the right way to go about it. And look, if you want to get down on some rushing action with those same guys, look at this. Matt Corral, 71 and a half rushing yards oh, if he under. plays. That's a lock. Okay. Under. They, under. Especially how banged up he is. They are not going to try to run him in this football game. What about your boy, Max Johnson, three and a half rushing yards (laughs) under or over what three and a half rushing yards. Oh my God. Way over. (laughs) Okay. That could be two locks. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm looking at it right now. Prizepicks.com. Use, use the promo code punt. 
Heck yeah, I'm taking that over. So over I'm under. Put all my, I'm about to put all my winnings from Vegas on that. <laughs> there you go. I that love one right it. there. I love it. I absolutely love it. Max Johnson over three and a half rushing yards. All right, get after it, Max. Just a little draw, a little RPO. Get outside the tackle. Get upfield. Then don't take a knee at the end of the game if you're winning. Yeah, Prize Picks is the best. We love Prize Picks. I'm getting active this weekend. Send me your favorite picks, please. Send me. Your favorite picks at Drew Butler, at Aaron Murray 11, at Punt and Pass. Here's the rundown. Are you ready? A couple of pretty good games. You got LSU against Ole Miss at 3.30. You got Clemson against Pittsburgh at 3.30 as well. Get the two screens going up. Over Matt Corral, 255.5 passing yards if he plays. Under Max Johnson, 262.5 passing yards. Under Kenny Pickett, Pittsburgh, 262.5 passing yards. Under DJU, 192 and a half passing yards. What a world we live in. Under Matt Corral, if he plays, 71 and a half rushing yards. And the lock of the century over Max Johnson, three and a half rushing yards. Download the Prize Picks app. Use the promo code PUNT. You get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. Time for Punt, Pass, and Pick. Aaron, let's run through these games. We're 20 and 15 on the season against the spread. Respectable, right? We yep. each won our locks last week. We're 2-5. and five. We're climbing uphill. I love it. We are on the right side of things. Let's keep it rolling. Let's roll with that LSU against Ole Miss game. LSU heading to Oxford to take on the number 12-ranked Ole Miss Rebels. This is your SEC on CBS game at 3.30. Ole Miss a nine-point favorite. The total, Aaron, is 76. I like Ole Miss in this game. You know, LSU last week, one was gifted great field position the entire game by by Florida. I mean, interceptions and, you know, multiple times starting in, inside Florida's own 30. Uh, I don't think that happens versus Ole Miss at home. This offense is rolling. Matt Corral's rolling. Hopefully he's healthy. Obviously, that's a big, fa- big factor in this game. But yeah. LSU is not going to have the ease offensively like they did last week. Um, so I, I just I'm a big fan of Ole Miss right now. And And, and, and let's not forget. For how crazy this is right now, I know. Ole Miss still, still has a chance. Oh, yeah. They still have a chance. I'm in a complete agreement with you. And LSU, is, they were fighting for their coach last week because they didn't know. Yeah. Now they know. Yeah. So how motivated are they to, to play for Coach O? Maybe it's kind of a, hey, we're going to stick our middle fingers up to everyone saying we, he should have stayed. But I'm more of the look at, like, okay, we fought for him last week. He's getting fired, and he's not our coach anymore pretty much. So Yeah. Yeah, just not less motivation. I think less motivation as well. I, I'm looking more towards just what LSU doesn't have. No Derek Stingley, no Kayshawn Butte, you know, banged up on the offensive side. Ole Miss is playing for something. You know, I think they come out with some swagger after what happened last weekend in Knoxville. I think Matt Corral does play, and I think to your point, they're not going to run him like they did a week ago. I don't think LSU is going to be able to get after him. I think they're going to work the quick passing game a lot, get over that 255.5 passing yards, light up the scoreboard, and make some stops on defense. They're not threatened by LSU's offense. I'm laying the nine points as well. Watch out for Lane Kiffin. Watch out for the lane train and Ole Miss trying to make some noise in the second half of the season. Your other game at 3.30 is Clemson taking on number 23, Pittsburgh at Heinz Field. This is your 3.30 ESPN game. Pittsburgh is a three-point favorite. I can't believe I'm saying that. Clemson is unranked. They are an underdog against an ACC team. It's crazy. Hasn't happened in so long. The total is 48. Let me just say this. I'll lay the points with Pittsburgh. I mean, how can you bet Clemson right now, especially in Heinz Field, going to be a little bit cooler, slow turf. 
DJ, you it just that just does not add up to me at all. Kenny Pickett balling too. I mean, this pit okay, team really trying to make some noise in the ACC. I'll roll with the hot hand here. Lay the three. Pitt's, Pitt's going to win outright, and they're going to win by more than three points. You are who you are at this point in the season right now. And right now, for, for Clemson, they are not a good offensive football team. They can't run it. Offensive line is below average. DJU has not been spectacular by any means at all. Four touchdowns, three picks on the season, only averaging 20 points per game. You know what Pittsburgh's averaging? 48.3 points per game. If Giddy you want to win, score some freaking points Clemson only 322 yards per game right now I, I just have no faith in offense um I'm, I'm with you man Pittsburgh home field advantage cooler the grass all of that and then just most importantly who is Clemson this year on offense um not very good I'll say that so give me Pittsburgh in this one yeah I totally agree uh we're both on pit there what'd you say 48 points per game yeah they're rolling man. holy cow how can you ignore that Go Panthers. Hail to Pitt. Another 330 game. I had to put this one on there. I said it earlier in the show. Number eight, Oklahoma State. Hitting the road and heading to Ames to take on the Iowa State Cyclones. This game's on Fox at 330. Iowa State is a seven-point favorite. Iowa State is unranked. Oklahoma State is unbeaten. A top 10 team, and they are seven-point dogs on the road. You know this does not pass the DB smell test. You know that when these lines stink out loud that I have to go with the suits in Las Vegas. I'll just lay the seven, close one eye, and go, what the hell do I know? This is bizarro land to me. I can't even begin to think about why this line would make sense, which is why I'm laying the seven with Iowa State. Didn't the same thing happen last week with Texas and Oklahoma State? Texas was favored, and we're like, why the hell this smells— Exactly. And OSU and, and Oklahoma State covered. Yeah. So I'm not going to bet against them again for okay. a second straight week. I'm going to learn my lesson. There you go. They're undefeated. They're pretty darn good. Their great defense comeback. is salty, yeah. Yeah, and great comeback versus Texas, and I just don't think Iowa State's any good, especially offensively. They're just not a very good offensive team. Oklahoma State, what I always say, what travels? Run game run and defense, game baby. And defense. Oklahoma State is nasty on that side of the football. Iowa State is not very good offensively. I'll take Oklahoma State in this game to cover those points. I think they, I think I I think Iowa State can win, but I mean it's gonna be close. Yeah. Like three to five points. Just a shocking line. Like I don't even know how bookmakers yeah. could come up with that, but they do, and that's why they are sitting in those big pretty buildings like Aaron is in right now. Come on, Braves. Jeez, bases loaded, just gave up a run, bottom of the fifth. Oh, they doing it just again. Just gave up two runs. <sighs> All right, five two, bottom of the fifth. This is Wednesday night, people. We're getting ready for a late night. That's why I'm chewing on this candy corn. Next game, a great college football rivalry. Southern Cal heading to South Bend to take on the 13th-ranked Notre Dame Fighting Irish, 7.30 p.m. on NBC. Notre Dame's a six-and-a-half-point favorite. The total is 57-and-a-half. Aaron, USC, Keaton Slovis, I mean, they can still put some points on the board. Notre Dame's defense has been good, a little bit inconsistent. Can you trust Jack Cohn? Uh, they got whooped up no. on by Cincinnati, Notre Dame, um, skated away from Virginia Tech a couple of weeks ago. I got to take the points here. Just give me the six and a half. I think it's a close game. I think USC scores enough to keep it respectable. I just don't see Notre Dame as a team that can pull away, save turnovers like they did against Wisconsin. If USC wins the turnover battle in this game, Aaron, they might win the game outright, but I'll take the six and a half. 
Yeah, I'm taking the six and a half, too. I just I, I've not been a big believer at Notre Dame this year. Back and forth with the quarterbacks. Jack Cohen gets named the starter this week. I just I think they're very average on that side of the football. It's just not going to get it done. USC, you know, they got offensive firepower. Um, I, I think they keep this one close and I'm with you. They have a chance to win this football game. But I just Notre Dame doesn't have the horses to pull away from anyone this yeah. season competitive. They just don't. If, if they're going to win games like this. It's going to be close, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just they're not built to to be really dominant because of the lack of production on offense, the lack of talent at the quarterback position as well. I agree with you. We're both on SC plus six and a half. And rounding this out on pump, pass, and pick this week, a historic rivalry in the SEC. It's the cigar game. Tennessee Volunteers heading to Tuscaloosa to take on the fourth-ranked Alabama Crimson Tide, 7 p.m. ESPN. Alabama, a 25-point favorite. The total is 67. I'll just say this. Lay the points in the first half with Alabama. They are on an absolute tear outside of that Texas A&M game. Cashed that last weekend. Thank you very much. But I'll take the 25 here. I'll take 25 with Tennessee. What do you always say? I, you don't make a living you know, going against yeah, Alabama. Yeah, you don't points. make money fading Alabama. I mean, that's yeah. a fact. But I think Josh Heupel and this team can scheme something up against this Alabama defense, get some guys running open, score late touchdown, back cover, backdoor cover. Look, Alabama got their frustration out a week ago, thumping Mississippi State 49-9. I think it's a little bit back to reality this weekend. I think Tennessee scores late for a backdoor cover. 25 is a lot. Make sure it's over 24, but I'll take the points. I'm just interested to see who the quarterback for Tennessee is going to be. Not Do we Hooker. know if Hooker's going to be playing? I, th- or I mean, I think it's all hands on deck. I think you got to go Hooker, right? If he's healthy. Well, I, th- I think he got, he got banged up last yeah. week. Milton came in and finished the game. So if Hooker's right. healthy... Oh, man, Alabama is on a death march right now, yeah, just ready are. to mow down everyone. Yeah. I mean, At home, cigar game. I'm going Alabama. Okay. All right. I just think they are. Yeah, they don't are, think, just they throw. Are I, I agree, still. but I'm just, it's a contrarian play for me. I think um, the first time that I've you've ever gone against Alabama, and I've gone for Alabama. Yeah, maybe. Usually it's the other way around. If, if there's ever anyone against the spread, for the, the Crimson Tide, it's it's your boy, and I always lose that one. So, Totally agree. Let's get to these locks real quick. We'll round this out. My flip the field free pick, I'm going back to the well, and I'm fading Arizona. Arizona is a horrible oh, the easy one. football team. They are a horrible football 18 team. Straight yes. 18 straight they losses. Yes. They can't score. They literally can't score. So I am laying 18 points with the Washington Huskies against Arizona, going right back to the well. We'll see if it can happen again. Washington, minus 18, my lock, my flip the field, free pick. I like it, I like it, I like it. Uh, My flip the field, free pick is... Mm. What are you thinking? I mean, the slate is ugly this weekend. The slate is is so Big Cat from Barstool Sports says, if you don't love the board... Big Cat from Barstool says, if you don't love the board, make the board love you. I love that. That's a great attitude to have when you're getting active on the weekends. Yeah, I'm just trying to get outside the – I'm going to go Virginia Tech, three and a half points over Syracuse. So they're laying three and a half. They're laying three and a half at home. Syracuse right now, their best receiver transferred a couple weeks ago. They're on their backup quarterback. Um, Just – it's it's kind of it's getting ugly for Dino Babers right now. Yeah, it's getting ugly every single week for Dino Babers. There it is. Flip the field free pick for Drew. 
Washington minus 18, laying 18 bones against Arizona, but Arizona is horrible, so hopefully that cashes again for me. And Aaron's lock of the week, Virginia Tech laying three and a half at home against Syracuse. Aaron, you are in Vegas, about to go back downstairs, get on those tables. Are you a craps guy? Do you ever actually you ever no, dice? change it? Change it. We're uh-oh, changing it. Uh oh. We're changing it. Uh oh. Last minute. Last minute. What do you got? Uh, I'm going Air Force three and a half over San Diego State. Air Force laying three and a half against over San, San Diego State. Little option attack. Okay, there you go. San Diego State's offense is horrendous. Coming from Horrible. a guy who gets down in Red. some Mountain West action. Yes. So yeah, I like yes. that. I like that go. a lot. You a craps guy? You're about to head back downstairs. Do you throw the dice a little bit, or are you just sticking to blackjack? No, we're actually doing a quick top golf for. A oh, that top golf through. is sweet out there. I've been there. It's yeah, awesome. it's right next to our hotel. We're gonna do a quick top golf, and then your boy's back, and I'm all blackjack. I, I ain't messing with any other game. I'm, I'm straight jealous. blackjack, focused in. I'm jealous. Good for you. Well, thank you so much for the sacrifice. I mean, you're in Vegas. You know what's crazy? And some Florida Gator lady from across on another table looked at me and started doing the Gator chomp. Did she I'm really? Like, I got a mask and a hat on. And Georgia hat? Like, I mean, you're just wearing a, you know, a, a reddish, wearing, reddish shirt, shirt and I have a Nike hat on. And she starts looking at me saying, go, go Gators with chomping in my face. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. That is great. Gotta love it. That's College the SEC football Vegas, baby. is the best. All right, be sure to follow us on social media at Punt and Pass, at Drew Butler, at Aaron Murray 11. Head on over to puntandpass.com. Prize picks, prize picks, prize picks.com. Download the prize picks app. Use the promo code PUNT. You get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. So much action this weekend. Be sure to let us know what your favorites are. You'll find our picks on our social media over the weekend as well. Enjoy it. It's going by fast. But that's why you have punt and pass. I did not plan that rhyme, but it sounded pretty damn good. For Aaron, I'm Drew. We'll talk to you on Monday. See ya. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.